Is, is somebody going to join us? Yeah. Eric and those guys? Uh, I don't know if Eric is going to join us. You can put it on this screen, maybe. Or maybe not. Yeah, it's maybe. okay. Hey, Eric. Got uh, Matt What's up? and Grayson here. This is Grayson. Nice this to meet you. This is Eric. Um, so talk to me. What you got? Well, what so are your thoughts? This call we do with uh, this guy, Kevin Brown, who is like a consultant that we're using to help us kind of just move some things forward. So he's been working on like a... Uh, like a volatility forecast tool. Mm -hmm. um, it used to be an ABM, but it's just like what ABM used in-house. Volatility forecast. I've never heard it called that way. It's referred to it as that. Um, Is it like an equipment volatility thing? Yeah, it's pretty much like the same thing as what you were putting together where you're entering in like equipment tonnage. I mean, this has like, you know, a bunch of lines if you want to do like multiple buildings, but you give it like a grade and then, um, you know, put in the install date, like how big it is. Just, there's a couple other things on here. The grade then, is like A through F, is that what that was? Like you're uh, saying, it, it looks like an F or it looks like an A. Is that basically? The grade is like pretty much based on age and like condition. So, okay, really, it's cool. Based on age, um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's like a lot of information in here but it kind of gives like a dollar value based on condition. And then, yeah, I don't know. I don't really fully understand everything on it. We'll get Kevin to talk about it. Sure, oh, he's here, okay. There you go. Hey, Kevin. Hey. Um, Got uh, Matt Warren here from the uh, Columbia office. Hey, Kevin. And uh, Grayson as well. Nice to meet you. Um, Grayson is uh, an intern over here, and Matt is one of the maintenance sales guys. Um, and so he's been working on, like, a, what did you call yours? Uh, just a risk assessment based on the age of the equipment and, uh, and I normally like to print it out like this this is what I've done in the past but uh, you can't see all the fine little numbers there but it's got some key pieces that we're trying to find is like um, so, you know one of the key things that we're using that for is to find out what the average age is and find out um what replacement costs per year they need to be putting aside for um, equipment replacement. So 
normally in our sales process, one of the main things that we show is an equipment replacement number if they continue down the track that they're going right now, and then an equipment replacement number with five years added to it. So that number, like for this school, it was going to be about $100,000 for equipment replacement if everything failed in the next two years because everything was 13 years old. What we showed them was that if you go with us, we're going to take care of this equipment the way it's supposed to and get another five years out of it. So instead of $100,000 for the next two years, you can get, you know, set aside just $20,000. And so it helped in the whole big picture of them trying to plan and look at their risk. So I pretty... Turn them up. That was its original intent was to document what's there and then have the discussion about what that volatility looks like to their budget. Now, the way we were using it at ADM is that we were trying to talk them into doing a big performance contract. So let's replace what needs to be replaced now and let's you know align that replacement with where you want to go with your sustainability or energy goals or whatever you would you know. If you want to go from gas fired furnaces or gas fired equipment back to heat pumps. And that's part of your long-term vision. Let's make that play now, so that we can, you know, address it and not impact the uh, the overall building electrical service at the same time. Yeah. Which. But it's it's the same play. It's a, a matter of just becoming that trusted advisor to the customer. I like it. Exactly. So some of that is like kind of what we're going to be aiming to do with dynamic and people that we're bringing on as dynamic customers except we're not we're not going to enter into performance contracts with people at least right now um i don't know if we ever will um if they want to the risk appetite is not there to to backstop a big energy guarantee right um so And, and, and we really don't um like i i can see how abm is really looking at a far bigger picture than what we're talking about looking at. Like, we've never talked about switching everybody over to heat pumps. You know, we're all electric instead of gas, which is great conversation. I, I love that. But that's normally not our MO. And we're really not, like, our part of my pitch is I'm not coming in here trying to tell you that you need a bunch of new equipment. That's not the goal <laughs> because my, my job is to sell maintenance contracts. Uh, but also, the part of that same pitch is we don't need to talk about equipment replacement or any kind of upgrades until we get what you've got already working, shored up, and that's step one. And let us get in there and do a maintenance agreement and, and get everything shored up, working the way it's supposed to, and then we'll come back together once we have have established a baseline, everything's working correctly, then we could talk about equipment replacement. Let's prioritize your problem, children. Yeah. Right. So I like, I, I, it just sounds like um, some of that stuff might be a lot more in depth than what we've been told to do right now. Yeah. So if you're, And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Just to show a couple of line items on equipment. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot the same fuel that you had install date, you know, tons or horsepower or BTUs. Uh, we added a couple of extra things to make the conversation go, like if their refrigerant was out of date. Uh-huh, right. So now you, you're talking about, you know, if you're still trying to maintain an archival piece of equipment, the cost of just, you know, retraining the, the Freon in that system is now closing in on replacing the whole system. You know what I mean? So maintenance starts to get even with total replacement. I see. Yeah. The notes in here are, this is just off of a recent, you know, a job, so it, the, the sheet always makes more of an impact. We can actually see some of the notes that went with some of the things. Um, right. All the calculations off to the right side are automatic. Everything that's in gray is automatic. Uh, the stuff that's in yellow is, uh, it's really just math some of that is math some of that is uh, user inputs from our side so if you were surveying the facility uh, the ASHRAE usable life is actually at the bottom of this list there's a table that uh, that is currently published in ASHRAE's handbook um, they are updating that table at this point and they're working on a research project to say exactly how long can you hit snooze on those numbers with better maintenance so you'll have some backing by a national agency. Cool. Yeah. Now, actually research projects are not quick. They just got off of one and I think it was let in 2016 and you know, it finally you know, released its final data in 2023. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, just knowing that it's in the works though, you could probably use that and say that this is what Ashtray is considering, you know, based off of feedback that they're getting from the industry now. Mm hmm. Are you sharing screen right now? Or? Yeah. Uh, can you flip back to my little spreadsheet? Because I, I wanted to show them one thing about how I have been currently showing. So seeing the serial numbers, how I've got the refrigerant at the end of the serial number, R22, R410. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. I was told at, at Link Service Training, um, somebody said, you know, when you're putting in the serial number, put in... Put two spaces and put R22 or whatever it is so that when you're meeting with them, it's, it's clear and you don't have to remember, you know, what was it. So I'm kind of doing that. I, I like your idea of having a whole separate column. Then you could just sort by refrigerants. It's an easier sort when you have the whole column because nobody can relate to the serial number. Um, right. Everyone's going to tip you off as to what the original year was versus the model yeah, and then this other little part that I got from, do you know Fawn Allen? Yeah. Uh, Fawn, I, so I got this whole idea from something that Fawn put up during my sales advocate training meeting one day. She put up her, her thing similar to this, but and I asked her to send it to me, and she said, well, I'm not quite done. And there, so, I, so I real quick snipped her screen and, you know, captured the whole screen and recreated it myself. Um nice. Because she was not going to send it to me. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, what Fawn was showing you is what we were using in performance contracting. And the, the holdback for releasing anything that was coming out of ABM's performance contracting was that it would have to go to the entire network. And ABM wants to control what's released to the entire network. So that's why you went the right route. I mean, asking her first, you know, put it on her. I asked nicely. I asked nicely. But I had to take it. But yeah, uh, it is not difficult and you know it's not proprietary. 
Well, 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 exactly. That's my thoughts on it. It's just a spreadsheet, you know. It's just numbers. It's just numbers highlighted on a page. Um, the other thing that I, I like to be able to do is I very I like to be able to control that thirty five hundred dollar average equipment cost per ton. Because if they balk at that or if they start to question it one bit, you know, I'll change it to twenty eight hundred. Just to show conservative numbers. Oh, exactly. So it's a negotiating point with the customer if they've got real numbers that they want to use. Yeah. Um, but we made that its own column because we started adding in things like pumps and boilers and roofs and you know and lighting systems and other things that don't follow that per ton cost. Jeez. So, but then you could see a bigger facility assessment rather than just just the HVAC equipment, like your cooling towers. Yeah, there's not a you know, it, it's not going to follow $3,500 or whatever dollars per ton. Well, and if you want to change the ton or the horsepower figure, then if you slide a little bit further right, you can see what we've estimated for cost per replacement. It's funny you say that. Could, after the fans. Yeah. I'm, in the, I'm, I'm in that issue right now with exhaust fans and air, and, and, and air handlers. You know, Grayson and I are trying to figure out what to do with this big school proposal because they've got 30 exhaust fans and those don't have a tonnage number so what are we going to put for the value you need like uh dollars per hundred cfm or something right right but 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 per horsepower go back to my spreadsheet for just a second because if you look at my little recreation and scroll down the bottom i intentionally left the number 11 through or 12 through um you know 21 because those are the air handlers I wanted to make sure that they understood that we had to go and touch those and clean them, and and that's a valuable like that's an asset, right? But it does it doesn't have a dollar next to it because it doesn't have a tonnage, and that tonnage is really captured in the split system, in the condensing unit. Right, gotcha. So you're, yeah, you broke it out by condensing unit versus air condensing unit. I'm gonna get, yeah. But and I did that. You know, Roger pushed pushed back on me with that. He's like, oh, that's more work. You got to put it in there and. I'm like, yes, but I'm doing it to show them that you don't just have 11 pieces of equipment. you got 21 that i got to deal with. Yeah. All, all, all of them need to be touched. All of them need to be, you know, cleaned. They all have serial numbers. So that's an important – but there's not a dollar value there because that 3500 is – we lose them? Nope. Nope. I don't know. Um, you there? Is it us? Maybe turn the video off. Can you hear us? Hello? Test, test, test. I like it. Uh, we were struggling with the same thing when we put together the other There we go. It's coming back. The compressors and condensing in it, just the air handling in it. Can you hear us now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're back. Okay, so I'm, I, I, I like where you're headed with the whole exhaust fans, air handlers, um, cooktops, you know, um, things that we need to put value, dollar values at or towards. They need a dollar value, but I don't know how to do that. Out to the manufacturer and seeing what it's going to cost for that piece of equipment 
Mm. And then uh, you know, talking to somebody in operations, what it would cost for labor to put it in. Okay. Wow. It's uh, it's bigger. It really does get bigger than maintenance sales at that point. Um, I wouldn't let that hold you back. Because this documentation is usually really, really valuable to the customer. Just having it all in one spot. Oh, yeah. Few of them ever have stayed at their fingertips. Oh, it's very valuable. Right. Yeah. I mean, most likely we're going to just stick with the HVAC equipment right now. So. Well, you're going to stick with things that are related to HVAC, but that's probably going to include the exhaust fans. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's not going to... But we're not going to talk about roof, and we're not going to talk about lights, I don't think. Yeah. Unless somebody knows something I don't. But I don't I mean, I'd like to, we'd like to get into lights at some point, but this isn't probably the same right. document for that. I don't yeah. think we need to yeah. go there. Lighting, you make an ECM and just turn key it to a vendor. Yeah. But it will help fund, usually, especially if it's old lighting, it will help fund some of the air conditioning and replacements that you're trying right. to do. Yeah, right. Hmm. I just want to put a bunch of formulas yeah, in here so you select a different chillers, different styles of air conditioning. Um, that's all captured in here. Air cool versus evaporative for condensers. Um, uh, I think are the chillers called out in here anywhere? Yeah. It used to be. Cooling towers are, and there's your chillers. Yeah. Right here. That's another, you know, chillers and boilers. I don't have, I, I never have um, good numbers for those either. Boilers uh, these days are getting really, really commoditized. I've probably got some good rule of thumb numbers that you can use. Um, we'll just bounce it off of uh, Total Comfort's solutions team. You know, somebody in construction saying, what would it take you to actually build one of these, including the piping changes, okay. getting rid of the old one. And then you'll have at least a neighborhood rule of thumb that you can use. That'd be great. Yeah. Hmm. What about VAV boxes? What are you doing for that? For who? VAV boxes. Uh, depending on whether they're electric heat or hydronic heat, they're also in standard classes. So they're normally about 1,000 CFM per VAV box. That's kind of like where the economics work out. Um, and it makes it really easy. But are you listing all those? I usually lump them together because they're going to be pretty much the same class. So, like, the first floor will have 40 VAV boxes. You know, second floor might have 30-something VAV boxes. So I break it out so that they can address it based off of vintage. Um, you know, if it's a different wing of the building, you know, has so many VAV boxes, you'll get the number of VAV boxes off the control schedule or off the drawings. Mm -hmm. um, and then you just lump it that way. You know, maybe take set eyes on a couple of them, make sure that they're typical of each other, they haven't had to replace some of them one off. And then talk to the operations group, you know, the, the owner's operations team, see how often they've had to replace them or if they've replaced them yet. I was going to say, the time they actually left them. When's the last time they commissioned them or, or stroked all the valves and made sure that they actually worked? Yeah. Is there a lifespan on VAV boxes? Probably not. Yeah, there is. It's actually, I think it's captured as a terminal device in here. Air terminal units. Yeah. VAV okay. double boxes. 27 years. Well, the diffusers, the grills are 27, but the VAV yeah. box itself is going to be 20. Yeah, it's got moving parts. 
Right. Air washer. I'd well, be good to capture. I can just capture that by like send this to you. Just be like, you know, this floor is gonna be helpful. Twenty years old. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then it's at least digestible, and you don't have to go back and you know and try to break out what vintage was what. Suggest so doing a full commissioning. So floor, whatever. What's the chart? Yeah. Kevin, can I you do that already? Yeah. Kevin, would you talk to Matt just about like what these charts are a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, slide farther over to the right first, real quick. Uh, down to the equipment and over to the right. Yeah. So the way this table works, this is the same one that Fawn was showing you. Um, so you've got an actual, you know, equipment replacement cost that's calculated by the math over here. But, you know, for, so you see numbers in 2023. Those are numbers that are good this year. Now, the number that shows up that you see over here in row 25 in 2031, that's escalated. So there's a, like a, a cost index escalator in there. So it makes it a net present value. That's what you need to budget in 2031 to replace that piece of equipment. Wow. Uh, so somebody... That's good. CPI. Yeah, so CPI, current year, the two big variables. CPI is called out farther up here on the left. And current year, you see right there in S16, S17. Okay. So we, we could really use this when we're trying to meet with clients um, annually and during their care call to help them pre predict when to change equipment out and how much it's going to cost. Exactly. Yeah. So then when you go back to the top of that sheet. Because we say we're, we're doing that, but I don't yeah, that, that you can see that know how we're doing that. I haven't figured out. Right. So, like, you might not want to show this when you're first getting in there because it's going to freak somebody out. Right. But if you put this information together when you're doing your survey and then right. sell a contract, then, you know, if you want to keep meeting with them or whatever, or willing Bill and Christy go, you know, they could take some of this and talk about it at, like, a care call. Right. Well, see, I'm... Yeah, exactly.
And I've written in my notes, but haven't shared with anybody. Like, I don't see anybody doing that. I don't know how we're doing that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, uh, some of my customers are coming up on one year, and I'm like, I don't see anybody doing this. I don't know how they're going to do this. You know what I'm saying? And so that is a great way to do it. Um, yeah, and, and, that's how I would, I would take that. Do you do your care calls? Yeah, I, I do my own care calls because I get referrals. That's That's – the value of doing the care calls. I agree. Because yeah. at the yeah, end of it, you can say, of it. I mean, I can help you. Yeah. We, can, we can talk to a couple of customers and spin this however we need to so it's digestible for them. Yeah, I, I told Christy, I said, I don't agree with the, you know, me selling the maintenance and then handing it off to a project guy for them to yeah. go run with it because I built a relationship with the, C, you know, the, the C-suite person and yeah. normally the project guy is going to be dealing with the facilities guy. I need to keep that relationship with the CFO or the COO or whoever I've been dealing with to, to sell the thing and then just bring the project guy in when I need a project quoted um, and, you know, split it with the, split it with the project guy because I'm staying involved with him. But I completely agree. That's the better way to do it because how else am I going to get referrals? You know, the goal – and this is a little – lesson for our sales intern. The goal in sales is not to make cold calls all day. You know, it's to no. get to get referrals. <laughs> yeah. So well this is good. This is progress. I appreciate you sharing it with me. Yeah. I think there's if you got any other I mean if you see I'd say uh Paul if you want to give it to them and let them tinker with it a little bit. Uh if you've got any suggestions about how things should be organized differently or if there's too much information you can always hide columns and right. get rid of some of the, the big visual confusion. Yeah, p- please do. That'd be great. If you'll send it to me, I'll play around with it. I love a good spreadsheet. <laughs> I'm a big spreadsheet guy. <laughs> but I, I can probably help you with, you know, help it, pro- pro- cut out the stuff we're not going to be dealing with, you yeah. know, um, today at least. And maybe it's something we yeah, can grow into. Sure. It's locked down. Um, right. We can boil it down and make it easy. But if you tamper with any of the formulas over here in the gray, then the whole spreadsheet goes wonky and you get like pound value errors. So. Well, we keep getting a circular formula thing too. So. Are you getting a circular error still? Damn yeah. I thought I had those fixed. Well, whenever yeah. you get it ready, it's no rush, but um, I appreciate your time. So. Yeah, sure. It's just 93 pieces great, of equipment. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's going to give you a lot more work, right? Well, that'd, be, that'd be a great, like, uh, an example. Yeah, we could do this with with them. Yeah. The, the only thing about Cardinal Newman is everything is the same year old. Like, it's all eight years old. Okay. Um, so it makes the whole projecting capital replacement equipment replacement well, last 20 years either though so that's it'll, it'll be a nice because it won't it won't make us look like we have to replace everything year zero through five you know what i mean right yeah but you also don't want everything to land on the same day you know well, 10 years from now let the customer know that they need to start expecting that kind of a budget windfall at that point right yeah. you should be able to spread that out some systems are going to be problem more problematic than others All right, I I got a lot to think about.
<laughs> My brains are spinning. But it's good, man. This is this is great stuff. Thank you for your time. Like the simplicity of this is nice because it's just color coded and easy. Well, but some of the cost planning stuff I think would yeah give you more firepower. I love the ten years out thing or twenty. You can't unsee a number. So if a customer is looking at the number and they get gun chat because that doesn't make sense according to their you know what they've actually spent before then you, you have to backtrack and try to tune in to what a realistic number for them was. Um, our easy excuse was, like, this cost per ton was based off of, you know, how accessible was that spot. It was kind of a blended average. So if you think, Mr. Customer, that that number needs to be something different, tell us what it is and we'll drop it in there. This right. is just a budget planning tool. Exactly. It's not a cost estimate to replace that equipment. Yeah, I can back myself out of that pretty quick. Yeah. But, you know, some somebody said it, it really should be closer to forty five hundred a, a ton, um, but I, I think for residential tiny you know tiny split systems you're getting close to that depending on availability of equipment and all that. But if you're doing you know this much tonnage all at once, right, then you're going to get an economy of scale having the guys there. Right, makes sense. I don't want to have it too high. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to scare the customer and say that you're never reasonable. Well, if you come up with some good number to put down for exhaust fans and uh, uh, the other things, that, you know, air handlers or how to handle that, Grayson and I are working on this this uh, big school project right now. We don't know what to put in for those, for tonnage. Uh, call, call GreenHeck and um, see if they've got a simple price sheet based off of, or whoever your GreenHeck vendor is. Okay. Because um, they're going to be in the, at the upper end of that price range. Gotcha. So it'll be a number you can fall back on and still make money on. I got you. Okay. But they'll give you, uh, you know, price categories based off of different size categories. Right. All right. Well, good to talk to right. you. Yeah. So there's your fans right there. There's the drift the propellers, the axles. Let's say just do it off horsepower and then you just get like a dollar. Yeah, you can, but a lot of these are going to be like an eighth of a horsepower or a sixth of a horsepower. Okay. They're not big. Yeah. I just random to one. Just random to one horsepower. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking like we could take this and make drop downs in the spreadsheet. Okay. So then. So then you're not free responding. Yeah. You go in here and select these things, and that's going to auto-populate off of this table and then with that you know do like a VLOOKUP to pull in the units and then the dollars per unit that it's using so for each of these it would just you know once you enter in the the size of it it's yeah. going to generate clean up this table a little bit it's going to be only numbers left yeah you can't have the superscript or anything in parentheses it's not an actual value right yeah, this just needs to be like duplicated here. Yeah, and then we just need to test it in the tool. Yeah, I like that idea. All right, guys, we got to run. Okay, cool. Thank you very yeah. much. Thanks for coming. Good stuff. We'll talk more later. Yeah, no, sure. that's really impressive. And I'll, I'll connect you with Kevin in case you want to, you know, loop him in on other opportunities. It's good stuff. Thanks, guys. See you. Yeah.